Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. So I'm trying my best as I do these reviews to give as little spoilers as possible because I want you guys to be able to watch it and enjoy it. So um, this one I'm really going to try hard because I actually really like it. Uh, This one uh, is called, uh, so many uhs, (laughs) but this one is called The Falls and it's directed and written by John Garcia. It stars Nick Ferrucci and Benjamin Farmer. Uh, they are RJ Smith and Chris Merrill, uh, the characters that they play. Now, this movie actually has three parts in total. Um, so there's The Falls, and there's Second Testament of Love, and then the third, um, the second one is Testament of Love, and the third one is Covenant of Grace. So, what do I think of The Falls? I really like it. The story itself was actually inspired, um, to John after some of his friends told them what their experience was like being Mormon and gay. So he decided to write and make this movie and it definitely had a low production value. It's very obvious that, you know, not a lot of money was able to go into this, but it was still great nonetheless because the way um, everything is taught, like, The way it was written made it possible to not have to use too many, um, uh, too many scenes, uh, too many different backdrops. Most of the scenes take place in their dorm. Um, some of them take place at Rodney's house. Um, and then you have quick ones here and there in different places like the, um, scene in the church itself, the scene in, uh, the the diner that they ate at and then there's like scenes in the bus and stuff like that with them traveling around um there's a lot of back roads and (laughs) stuff like that uh now it was distributed through breaking glass which actually went on to distribute the other two movies as well and uh you can also see in the other two movies the quality go up a little bit more because there's a little bit more money in it because the falls does have some money to it at that point uh and also keep in mind as well this is a 2012 film i mean not that old but just think of it in 2012 (laughs) think of it as you know it's 2012 keeping that mindset uh now the story follows these two elders um so elder smith and elder merrill they become partners um on their journey that every Mormon has to take, I guess, where they go out and they preach to people. I, I wasn't paying attention for some of those parts, I'm not going to lie. Anyway, they both go and um, they're going around meeting with different people, introducing them to the Book of Mormon and giving them chapters to read. Um, they end up meeting a gentleman named Rodney who is a veteran and is going through some personal stuff. He he has PTSD. So they end up just like sitting with him, talking with him, and going back and visiting him multiple times. They learn about his brother 
mark and you know there's a whole there's a whole thing there um and it's i believe it's definitely handled very well where when it comes to rodney with them kind of understanding that they're they're just there for him they're just there to uh that they they were just there in themselves to help him just to be with him and help him with what he was going through uh now during all this of them you know having to take this pilgrimage i don't know what it's called um <laughs> with um preaching to people as elders they're slowly their feelings for each other are slowly growing um until eventually they decide to do something about it and it was the way actually i really like the way we see them finally um admitting their feelings to each other it 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 sucks <laughs> but it's just like the whole idea of it where they're both like do i want this? does he want this is he into it is he into it like you know back and forth in their own heads and then afterwards they kneel and they pray about it i said i wasn't going to put too much spoilers but yeah afterwards them kneeling and praying about it so you can see that they're still like this conflict within them of is it right is it wrong is it right is it wrong you know like that that's just coming up more that you see that more and more especially when you go through all three movies uh there's things i didn't like about it like uh there's a fight scene uh, between the two actors, it's not a fight. It's kind of a fight. It's a fight. But the whole thing is like, I I felt like that was kind of forced. Uh, when you watch it, it it just feels like the the writer was like running out of time. Like I need to hurry up and get to the conclusion, so they fight. <laughs> like that's that's what it felt like. Um, so the fight fight scene felt pretty forced. Or maybe it was the actors not able to do the fight scene very well. I don't know. Um, the actors themselves, they weren't bad. But, like, the whole time I'm thinking, how old are they supposed to be? Because if they're supposed to be, like, in their early 20s, they both have receding hairlines. So, <laughs> do they suffer from <laughs> male pattern baldness? <laughs> like, it, I, was, I was just going... Uh, how how old are they though how old are they i need to know um but i still actually really liked their uh chemistry together especially as we go into the second and the third movie and we see them more and more and how that relationship grows with them i really love the growth in the third film i i like the growth in the third film more than i do the second film i'm going to jump into that in a sec um and then I also love, because the story is focused on RJ, we get to see him do his grand coming out. I I love RJ through all three films for the most part. So seeing him do his grand coming out and like basically letting his family know like, look, this is me. And even talking to like the head of his church and let him know, look, yeah, do whatever you want. Because if you're going to excommunicate me, excommunicate me because I'm gay. That, that's it. So I really actually enjoyed that whole um, thing with RJ to see how it his confidence is growing throughout the first film. And I also love the ending because the, the way it ended, 
it really because I didn't know the second and third movie existed so when I, I thought the falls was it so when I saw that I was like wow that's a beautiful ending and he's going off and they're going to be happy forever and I was like there's a second one <laughs> what do you mean there's a second one do they, do they get married and, and like what happens and then I watched the second one we'll get to that um now there is a story that RJ's father tells him at the end of the first movie that had me like when I saw that going is he telling his story is this about him and then I felt like it came back in the third movie yes it came if I felt like it came back in the third movie when RJ and his dad were kind of talking about something and RJ asked his dad do you want to talk about it and his dad's just like no I felt like that was kind of like a signal that the story that RJ's father told in the first movie was about himself. And it's very interesting. It's a very interesting idea, the whole story that he sells, that he tells, because we, for a while, it was in the news and everything about, uh, I don't want to give it away. I think the story, like, the the story kind of reflected something that was in the news for a while um, that was going on in the Mormon community. And, but hearing RJ's father say, you know, the ending of the story, that the ending of the story is a happy ending, and telling RJ, you know, to think about that happy ending and think about what, you know, for him could be his happy ending. I feel like RJ's dad really was genuinely happy with his life and the way it turned out. I I don't I like in the third movie it made me wonder did he have regrets? But the way he talked about it in the first movie I really did feel like look he's happy with his life. He's happy with the way everything turned out because for him it turned out great in the end. So that's that. <laughs> on that (laughs) I'm not going to go back into that because I don't want to I think if you haven't seen the film like to watch the film and hear that story like like you just have to experience it yourself (laughs) okay um now in testament of love the second film Ooh. okay so in testament of love um we learn what happened to RJ and Chris and how they lost contact and then we also hear what happens to Rodney and because of what happened to Rodney they were able to have a reunion and talk again and um, we get to see where they are now in their lives Um, they're pretty much satisfied with their lives they've both like grown content with the partners they have the it um, I mean, Chris argues with RJ about it and saying, you know, my life, I'm, I finally have a good life. I'm happy. Everything is great. And you're coming in and ruining it. But it did make me wonder, was he really happy or was he just content and able to like, you know, just, just go through life, just being content. Like he was happy to go through life being content. Um, there were some twists and turns in that one too, definitely. And I actually, 
not the ending part, but when uh, Chris sat down with his family in the end. Chris and... Forget it. I'm just going to... And here it is. Chris and his wife (laughs) sit down with the family to let them know, look, this is what's going on. This is... This is who I am. This is, you know, went through that conversation with the family. I actually uh, really like that part on on Chris's part of that because it was fun because he got to do what RJ already got to experience. RJ already got to just tell his family, look, this is who I am. And they all were able to do whatever mourning, grieving for what life they expected him to have and get it over with and move on. And we see how his parents have this acceptance for him now that even if they're not a hundred percent there, they're like, you know, this is our son and we love him. So RJ got to experience that. And now we finally see Chris kind of going through that and coming to get to experience that as well. And then covenant of grace is the aftermath of that. Um, because now we're seeing that Chris and RJ, even though they've gone through all of this, it's still a will they won't they for them. Um, they're still kind of living separate lives and trying to figure out where they are. Uh, Chris, the church is a really big part of his life. He doesn't want to let that go. And he feels like to a relationship with RJ is letting go of his religion. And it's, it, and RJ has kind of moved on from his religion and is in his own space. And now it's, um, Covenant of Grace is the two of them basically trying to find a way to take their religion and take their sexuality and put that together and make it work and still be happy and still be, and still feel like your life has been fulfilled and all of this stuff. And that actually made me really love this even though it's focusing on the mormon church and it's more them trying to work with being mormon and being gay i feel like there are people out there who do have to go through i'm this religion and i'm gay how do i put that together how do i make that work how do i say you know this is you know who i am and not feel like i'm contradicting myself in any way um and they make I th- I think I like why I like the way they did this. Uh, for me and my husband, we are churchgoers, even though we're not both Christian. I'm just gonna say I'm not a Christian. I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. Um, but my husband is um, very Christian. Not very. But he's Christian, but he doesn't look down on others. <laughs> he doesn't say. Well, I shouldn't say that because there are people who deserve to be looked down on. Murderers. Come on, we gotta look down on them. <laughs> But um, he doesn't look at people who are living their life and not harming anyone and go, oh, well, that's that's this, that's that. No, he made I don't know if he, I don't know if he made a conscious decision or emotional decision, but he said, you know, you know, everyone is welcome. <laughs> like and that that was it for him. He has no reason to say you know this person is this that person is that and you know as a christian i'm sure he had to find a way to put that together his beliefs and his religion and he figured it out and he did it and like amazing with me i left christianity because of that (laughs) there's the difference uh so i decided 
I would no longer be a Christian because I did not like the fact that every church I went into condemned adults for living their lives. <laughs> I did not like that. So I, so I guess we're kind of RJ and Chris, <laughs> where one person just found a way to work with the religion in their life while the other person went, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I'll, st- I'll still go to church with you on Sunday, but... I'm good. <laughs> and and I that probably is another reason why the third movie, you know, for me speaks volumes more. Uh, the second movie. <laughs> so the second <laughs> In the second movie there's a scene where Benjamin, the car- the actor who plays Chris Merrill, so Chris Merrill is in the shower, showering, and we see his butt, which is normal because in the first movie, um, The Falls, the first movie, we see his butt there too. I'm like, all right, the guy is very proud of his body. And then he flips around and I went, oh my God, oh my, oh, they actually showed that. I don't watch movies that show full frontal nudity. <laughs> I don't watch TV shows that show full frontal nudity. Um, I'm just, un- like, I'm okay with butts. I'm... Sim- I'm okay with boobs. I'm okay with chest. Like, chest is okay. I'm not okay whatsoever <laughs> with seeing someone's hmm or who. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> so when he turned around, I was like, oh my god, yeah. Turn around, turn around. <laughs> so yeah, the movie is for adults. <laughs> this is not a kid's movie. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I, I, if you're wondering, no, I never watched Game of Thrones. It was too much, too much nudity. I, I, I can't watch anything with way too much graphic nudity. I, I, I lose interest. In my younger days, I was more into it. As I got older, I just went, ew, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I know what a body looks like. I don't need that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so just be warned. There is a scene in <laughs> Testament of Love where we get everything. We see it all. It's it's there. <laughs> it's just there to look at. Uh, now, how do I rate this movie? If I was to rate all three movies together, as far as the story that they put forward and the fact that it had this like uh, religious undertone with um, someone trying to, oh, gosh, <laughs> I have a problem with words, but someone trying to find a way to mold their religion and their sexuality and put it together in a way that they don't feel like they're changing their religion they're they're being a part of the religion and they're helping them like that focusing on just that whole storyline it's a straight nine out of ten for me i really enjoy all these three films with the story they tell of rj and chris because we get to see also their growth because there's a lot of growing i really really love in the third movie where um rj and chris sit down with both of their fathers um to have a meal and their father and sorry chris's father mentions um them being in a relationship and rj and chris go actually we're not in a relationship and the confusion of what do you mean you're not in a relationship? And they basically just admit that they love each other. They're just not 
there for a relationship yet because they both understood that there's things that they need to work through before they can get to that relationship i actually really love that um i also love chris and his wife because in testament of love you really feel for her because you see how amazing of a woman she is and how you know she's she is uh she's basically the definition of a loving wife (laughs) a doting wife and a doting mother like you really see that with her and when everything goes and you know she's hurt and it's obvious she's hurt but at the same time you know she's still so supportive of chris and in the end when we see well in the third movie where we see that they you know have found a way to co-parent and it works for them they really care for each other at even though you know they had to admit that this relationship as far as being married wasn't going to stay but it was it was beautiful for me um not not what he did to her like what he did to her i was just like dude seriously this poor woman but i was happy to see the way she moved forward from that she didn't let it hold her down you know like because at the end of the day they still had a child to raise they still you know they still found their way to support each other i she was amazing i have to give it to john garcia for how she was written because in a lot of cases like this um in a lot of shows and stuff we see the bitter woman the one who decides to get back at the man or stuff like that which in a lot of those cases i'm like well he deserved that because he shouldn't have cheated but in this case they showed like you know she's upset she's obviously upset and she doesn't hide the fact that she's upset but at the same time she understands that no matter we see eventually she understands that no matter how much she wants this relationship to work no matter how much she cares about him and wants this relationship to work it's not going to work she knows she's not the one and she doesn't hold that against him which is something i loved seeing the fact that she never held it against him or made him feel like well if you're gonna do this you're never gonna you know like it's obvious that they found a way for them to keep going as parents for their daughter and in the third movie even though we don't really see her but that that was beautiful for me to see that that was very beautiful um yeah we also see that rj he he just has an aversion to religion (laughs) he definitely just has an aversion to religion and he's going through that there's just so much about the falls and the way like all three movies go through that i just feel like it was it was done well enough that we really got the stories of the characters even in the first one we 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 understood where each character was coming from second one same thing third one same thing we we got to know them and i loved that covenant of grace had that similar ending with the fault and that ending was perfect for me um because they you have to watch it just watch it i'm telling you just watch it all the way through because i love the ending because it's like this ending that's like oh yeah and here we go another ending of hope and i i thought it was beautiful i really did think it it was very beautifully done um so yeah i definitely want to see more from john garcia i I, like it's amazing i did not even look up with john garcia to see what he's doing now i should probably do that 
Like, I'm just here talking about this movie. And what if he has more out there? Maybe not like this. Yes. So, John Garcia, what are you up to? Oh, he actually did an interview where he talked about um, the film. It was um, the movie was filmed in Portland, and it the interview is on OregonLive.com. All you got to do is look up uh, John Garcia, The Falls, if you want to just read that interview. Um, there's a lot of stuff on there that talks about the trilogy that you can check out. Definitely check out the trailer as well. The movie, The Falls, I'm sure it's available in different places. Now, the first movie, The Falls, I know it's available on... Oh gosh, what was it? Fossum? Fossum Fossum TV? Yes, Fossum TV. It's available for free um, where you watch it with ads in between. Or you can purchase the movie (laughs) if you like. And you can also watch the Falls Testament of Love and Falls Covenant of Grace on Amazon with Amazon Prime. Um, It is available there. Uh, There's a lot of... (laughs) Uh, reviews on here oh and you can actually get the box set so if you really like it you can actually purchase the box set now I was trying to look up something more updated with uh, John Garcia like maybe if he has an updated interview or anything like that the most updated thing I could find was from 2017 and Covenant of Grace came out in 2016 so That's probably where that is. Now, there's another movie that is uh, about a couple. Well, it's about a a gay Mormon. And it's called Latter Days. And him falling in love with his neighbor. I watched that one as well. I did. Uh, Aaron Davis. And uh, one of the reasons I love it... um, I I love that movie mainly because of, oh gosh, what's his name again? I'm killing myself because I'm looking at a picture of him and I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, Give me a second. I will tell you the name of the actor. And all right, so I'm about to tell you the name of the actor and you can all like hate me for forgetting his name. Joseph (laughs) Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this film as well. It definitely has a higher quality than um, The Falls. And this one actually came out in 2003. So it came out about 10 years earlier than The Falls. But honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I actually prefer The Falls to latter days because latter um maybe it's because the falls was able to do the three movies that um give you the full story of rj and chris not like yeah the falls gave you three movies that give you the full story of rj and chris and we see their growth and we see them you know in a mature way coming together to um have the relationship that they have in latter days it's very 2003 there is a rush for them to get together. They have their happy ending. <laughs> oh gosh. 
And uh, Latter Days. Uh, Latter Days. Latter Days isn't bad. No, I will. I will say Latter Days isn't bad. I definitely don't hate it. Um. Oh, and if you're a fan of um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Rob McElhenney is in it. If you ask me who Rob McElhenney plays in Sunny in Philadelphia, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Here's the truth. I don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I had to just look this up real quick. He plays Mac. And I remember Mac because I remember Mac. Uh, oh, gosh. My husband is the one who showed it to me. Mac did like this dance where he came out to his father through interpretive dance or something like that. Because <laughs> he was like, hey, you like gay storylines? Here's Mac. <laughs> I was just like, this is stupid. And I walked away. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm not a, it's always, I don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I know he really loves it. And there's a lot of stuff that comes up in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that he's like, hey, you need to see this. You need to, and they do entertain me. <laughs> But I'm still just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying hard <laughs> to hate it. But I don't hate the actors from It's Always Sunny. They are amazing. And just to see all the great stuff they're doing. And I didn't actually know Rob McElhenney was in um, Latter Days. Until I'm just looking it up. And I was like, I recognize that guy. My husband showed him to me. <laughs> That's it. That's where he's from. But yeah. Now it's time to talk about the falls. But yeah, the falls compared to Latter Days, I prefer the falls. And like I said, it might be because they had three movies to really show us the growth of RJ and Chris while Latter Days just used that one movie and we get... It wasn't bad. Like, I'm not saying it was bad or anything like that. It definitely wasn't bad. And we do see a growth of Christian. Um, I personally don't feel like there was a growth of... Uh, was the other character Aaron? Yes, Aaron. There wasn't necessarily a growth of Aaron. It was just this young gay Mormon guy finally coming out of the closet. But I, I don't consider that a growth because we don't see like much of a personal growth with him. He talks about something feeling like a religious experience and stuff like different things feeling like a religious experience. And they both actually they both do that in their own way. Talk about something as if it's a religious experience, but they're talking about like real life things that happen. But they say it's in a way to make it sound spiritual. Um, and it's really interesting how they do that. You know, I'll just have to review Latter Days at some point and really get to talk about that. But with the falls, like I said, I just love the growth of RJ and Chris. I love seeing them grow and we really get to see their relationship develop. And then we get to see someone else going on their own journey. And I loved it. I loved it. I thought as far as the storyline went, amazing. There are some bits and pieces that I'm like, uh, why? But you know what? It wasn't horrible. They definitely added to the drama as far as it, it wasn't... It didn't feel like it was thrown in there just to be like, curveball. It was actually put in a way that made you go, wow, this this is happening. And these are the people being affected and stuff like that. So I will definitely give them that. They, they did it in a way where I didn't feel like, oh, they're forcing this and they're forcing that. Thank you, John Garcia, for that. So, yeah. 9 out of 10. It is a great movie. Um, well, all three are really great movies to me. Um, I love the hopeful ending at the end of the falls and how open ended it was left that he was able to create the other two movies and it was the same thing at the end of testament of love it was kind of this open ending 
um, hopeful ending thing. Like you're like, what, what's going to happen next with them? And then Covenant, Covenant of Grace, it was a closed ending in that we, we see what happened. We see where their life is. We see where they're going. And it was a hopeful ending again where we see, all right, the next journey. Um, I, I loved it. Uh, I, I loved it. <laughs> so definitely check out the Vols. Like I said, it's on Fawesome TV. I'm going to see if I'm going to be able to put the links to it. And the last two movies, Testament of Love and Covenant of Grace, are available on Amazon. And if you want to purchase the movie, purchase the movie as well. I'm sure it's available on YouTube or something. All right. Thank you guys so much for your time. This has been JD Young with another review for you. Uh, Thank you so much. I love you. Have a good morning, good evening, good night, whatever it is, wherever you are. Bye.